Welcome to the Affairs of the Heart Podcast, episode number 18. It's your boy, the Weezy DQ. I'm Dwayne. And it is um, Aaron, you know, so Devin Aaron, that's Devin Aaron, no, oh, and all social media, but uh, I'm Aaron on this podcast. On this podcast. So what's going on, Dwayne? How's, how's your <laughs> uh, your weekend? Good little break? <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. You wake up, you figure out what you're going to eat, you wash your ass, you fill your day, and then before you know it, it's time to do it again. It's pretty much the quarantine laid off life that everybody's leading right now. Yeah, I've been uh, playing Animal Farm. Is that called Animal Crossing? No, I was like, that's Animal not Crossing. Called. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, my cousins have me playing that, um, and it's really kind of cool because they're in Ohio and I'm here in Atlanta, so it's kind of like we're playing in the, on the island together, but we're not really on the island. <laughs> you know what I find very interesting about this. <laughs> Is that you are so excited about this game? Uh, let me tell you at first. So my friend from Ohio, she asked me to get the game, and I was like, I'm not buying that shit. My it looks boring. Asked me to get it. I was like, it looks boring as fuck. Like, what do you do on it? And she was like, you basically just build an island. I was like, well, I have The Sims. It sounds like The Sims. And she's like, well, it is about The Sims, but you got to play it in real time. And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure there's a cheating way that I can do it without real time. Which I found. Uh, so you, you change the time of the day yeah. and your device, and it speeds everything up. I've already heard. Yeah, it's called time travel. Right. Um, and so my island is like almost put together at this point. And so now me and my cousins are just kind of like trading off clothes, and they're coming to get fruit off my off my island and uh, things like that. Then I found out some of my Twitter friends are on there as well. So uh, we've been kind of like going into this island and stuff like that. It's, I mean, it's a really like weirdly fun game um and i didn't want to get it i thought it was gonna be boring until i actually got it and now i'm like addicted to it so i'm nervous <laughs> i'm very nervous about the situation now i will tell you that i just hung up my beyonce posters in my house um and on destiny's child posters so oh well that's you know that that's an accomplishment that's that is a very big accomplishment yes. a lot of people don't know how to do that listen and I had all of her album covers on my in my recreational room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh, you know what? Something else interesting is <laughs> Kiki Palmer. Um, I just heard this new song. Well, it's new, but I don't know how new it is. But um, it's called Virgo Tendencies. Oh. And I love that song. Of course you would. Yes. It's a really nice song. Check that out. Kiki Palmer, Virgo Tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, a, I have a question. Um, Does that mean what you think about? Uh, <laughs> of course. Question. Um, what you know? A lot of people, as we are in you know this very strange space uh, in our world in quarantine, and we are you know dealing with layoffs and all this kind of other stuff. Um, do you feel like your like creative senses are heightened? Like, do you feel like you feel more creative because you have more time, or do you feel like you're lost? Um, I think I go in like back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, like 
one minute I'll be one. Like, I think you can even tell with the podcast. Like, sometimes you guys will hear a bunch of sound clips and stuff, and then it'll be like a podcast with just us talking. Yeah, like, <laughs> or like a random video pop up on YouTube that we did like months or weeks ago, because I just feel like putting some stuff together on YouTube, and then sometimes nothing's on there. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think the reason I ask because, you know, I feel like for me, this has been a really, really good creative space. Mm -hmm. Like it's given me the opportunity to kind of like stretch out in creativity and wanting to do different things and, you know, experimenting with different things and being able to do it, um, especially with my company and things that I kind of put together. So I wondered, because I know some people are like lost. Some mm -hmm. people are like sitting around like, I don't know what to do. I need... Uh, I need personal interaction. I need to be able to be around people. I need to be an extrovert. And other people are like, I'm chilling. I'm setting myself up for the future. I think the only thing that stops me is my ADD. Because um, I'll, be, I'll be having a thousand ideas at one time. And then they'll all be like, I will forget them. Or I'll start working on one, then work on the other one, then work on the other one. So I really like have to start really planning out my days, honestly. Yes. Um, because if that I don't, I will overwhelm myself with just thinking about all the stuff that I have to do. Like, even my websites, like, honestly, I could probably get people's websites done in a day if I really worked on it. Mm -hmm. But I would lay in bed all day and, like, think about mm -hmm. it. <laughs> I, <do> it. <laughs> like, I mean, you know what, what's interesting? I've had to create, for for those of you that are, like, that want to be creative and, not, and you're not sure how to handle it or prioritize it, like, you sound like you're kind of having some priority mm -hmm. uh, struggles. I, I had literally had to create a workspace in my room. So okay. like I went I went to Walmart, I got one of the just bought a desk, mm -hmm. put the desk together. I didn't even know if it was gonna fit in my room. I put it together, I bought a chair, and then I, you know, I bought plants, I bought candles, I bought a night uh, like a desk lamp. Mm -hmm. Like I created a workspace for me to be able to have the space. I do that in here. Yeah, to be I mean you certainly could do it in here. <laughs> But, you know, I've created the space for me to be able to um, work and purposefully, like, I'm going to get up at this time. Yeah. I'm going to do this. These are these are the objectives that I have for the day that I want to accomplish. Um, and it's so fulfilling. That way you don't feel like the day is getting away from you. And it's also like you're working for yourself. So right. if you want to be like, you know what, I'm going to take the rest of the day and go have lunch or... I'm going to take the rest of the day and just relax. Or if you want to do that, you can. But you really have to be able to prioritize in this time to be able to get things done and accomplish that you want to. So for those of you that are out there that, you know, are trying to figure out how to do it, create a space for you to have to be able to work and, and be creative or a space where you can be creative and then, you know, achieve it or execute it. Actually, you know, set the timers, set the alarms, get up, write out the notes, do all the things that you need to do to make sure that it comes to fruition. Well, yeah, I got my, um, approved my stimulus check. And oh, I know yes. I've been trying to buy me a bike. So. Thank you, Daddy Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go, I'm going to buy me a bike when I get that. And I'm going to start putting, setting my alarm on my phone to like for mm -hmm. a specific time to do everything per day. Like, because mm -hmm. if not, I'll be playing Animal Crossing all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, then I have played for the expansion pack for Pokemon too. So okay. that comes out in June. You're really going to be. Yeah, when that comes out in June, who knows what's going to happen. Who knows where you're going. <laughs> right. 
but I I also have at shop time every day to go bike riding. I also bought a bike, so okay. I'm like, okay, in the morning I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna go ride. Now, how long do you ride your bike? I ride. I only do six miles. I try. Okay. I try to do six miles a day. Let me let my start plugging up my watch. Yes, <laughs> it's that's the only reason I know my mileage is because this quarantine that started. I haven't often plugged that watch up at all. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I, I try to do six miles. Um, there's a great uh, park in Marietta. Okay. Um, that's it's quite it's quiet because I don't I don't want to go down to Piedmont where everybody is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's packed. Um, so I I will drive out to Marietta just to go to this this track and it's I mean this uh this park and it's so peaceful. It's quiet. It's great. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, because a lot of our listeners are from Atlanta, um, I do want to challenge y'all to not go to Piedmont Park. Please, <laughs> like stop please. going, please. I know there's Zocalo. Or the Bell Line. Yeah, I know there's Zocalo, and um, I think Tenth and Piedmont. I mean, uh, G- Tenth Ten is open, and they're selling drinks. I think G is oh, open too. Okay. Yeah, but it's, as much as I I would love to do it. Can we not until this is over? Like, well, let's 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 have a conversation about what is really happening right now. So, especially here in Atlanta, because for those listeners that are not in the Atlanta area, um, I'm sure you've heard that our governor has decided to slowly but surely open up uh, the city, and um, and we're you know with, without a cure, there is no cure, there is no vaccination, and I heard they're not going to have one until like next spring. Who knows? However, there isn't one now. Yeah. And so now you're opening up businesses to quote unquote help the economy, yet there is still no cure and the virus is still being spread around. So just be be mindful and be smart about where you go and what you do. I mean, we still have to quarantine. We still have to. Otherwise, you know, we're just going to continue to contract it. Again. I mean, we're not going to have an economy. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If we all did, who you going to help? Yeah, exactly. You know, so just be smart about it for those in the Atlanta area. We've got other states laughing at us because we're out in Piedmont Park, you know, in droves and numbers because we just want to get out of the house. I mean, that's not. I just don't understand the urgency to leave. Like, I mean, and maybe it's because I'm an introvert. I don't get it, but. I don't either. I don't understand the urge to leave. Like, I'm, it's de- I'm like, to me, I, I don't even want to go outside and smoke my cigarette because I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> it's death outside. Like, I literally had a pack of cigarettes, those same pack of cigarettes for almost like, two weeks, and I ain't never had cigarettes that long. You don't usually last. Yeah, <laughs> they'll never last long, last like a day or two. But, right. So, yeah, but now, I mean, I will be in the house, Animal Crossing. Hey, <laughs> I'll smoke on my island. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just go out for essentials. You know, if you have to, definitely go out for essentials. Like, I go to Costco at least once a week just to okay. get groceries or I go to the grocery store once a month. I get all, I get it all, and that's it. If, they, if I remember it, I'll order it off Amazon. Right. But once I get I just order my um, mask, and I ordered a new hoodie off of Mango Drip.com, which I can't wait Mango to get. Mango Drip. Yeah. So I got that... Uh, Made by God's hoodie from, um, but I ordered another hoodie from them and a mask. <laughs> Can we talk about how much online buying I've done? If I see <laughs> one more post on Facebook about Amazon, like oh my gosh! Like, and y'all, it was funny is my coworkers probably would be dying because I haven't been on Amazon. I had to cancel my subscription. Why? Because I would be buying stuff. Oh well, okay, that's fair. 
And my my old coworkers, they know. Like, I would be at work. I would not be going to work. I'd be on Amazon right, buying stuff. Right. I swear, I used to have boxes come here every single day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I had to, I had to honestly stop myself because I ordered, um, I ordered my t-shirts for my business. But then I, after that, I ordered. First of all, wait a minute. Did you watch the the verses? Just got everybody. I did it. watch the. Oh my god, I so enjoyed that. It was so good. It was it like was so yeah. good. It was so good. And it was so, I, what I enjoyed, and a lot of people hated it, but I, I loved the backstories behind some of the That's stories. what I like, too. I, I did wish that they would have sung more. Because well, yeah. Jill Scott did a little bit at the end, and she did a little bit, like, after a few songs or whatever. But I really, I just love Jill Scott, so I just yeah. wanted her to sing, And she honestly. was beautiful. Yeah, she was. Time. She was just, her smile, me and my best friend from home was on the phone talking, me and her, we love Jill Scott. Her smile. And I was like, it's something about Jill Scott. It's like, just her aura is just, it just is everything. Like, her, her personality match, her, matches her vocals. Yeah. Like, she, what she emotes when she sings is who she is yeah, as a yeah, person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so, I, I went on and realized they had merchandise. For the concert, for the, for the, oh, really? so I bought like four t-shirts <laughs> and then Leslie Jordan has also been my saving grace during this quarantine. Well, uh-huh. shit, what are y'all doing? <laughs> and so he has, he, he has some new merchandise and I was like, I have to buy t-shirts. Like I've been buying way too much stuff. Um, when I got it this morning, Tidal actually had the playlist from their live last night. Oh, the, the actual playlist? Yeah. Oh, so nice. I was listening to that this morning when I got up. Apple has a playlist too, so I was banging that when I was on my way over here earlier. I just, it was great. You did not uh, tune in last night to Jill Scott versus Erica Badu for, uh, I think it's called Versus, is the company that uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland started uh, right before the pandemic hit. Um, And it's literally just battles of artists with their either music vocally or their playing tracks that they might have produced. It's either vocalists or producers. Um, it's a great experience if you. I saw not. people were asking like who should who should be next when it comes to singers. Who would you who would you pick? I think I would love to see Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans. That would be a good one, actually. Yeah. That would be. I don't. I don't know that. I think Faith is a little older musically than. I mean, but she, I, she wrote for Mary a lot. I'm too. sorry. I think Mary's a little older musically than Faith in like music years. I think. Right. Mary well, was well, because that. Faith was writing for Mary. Okay. So Faith didn't come out until after she stopped doing a lot of writing for Mary and then she started singing her song. I think they had a song that she wrote and then she wanted it back or something like that. Because you know they had some little discrepancies discrepancies or whatever. Really? Yeah. So that's why people were like they don't know if that's gonna happen because they don't know if Mary and Faith have, you know, became so cool I'm or sure. not. But I'm I believe sure. they I believe they have though. I'm, I'm sure not after all these years probably yeah. if they have they need to go ahead and do it. But but uh, I, but I wonder if her little Kim did, we can definitely get listen, it them to get okay. it over. With. Um, I wonder that would kind of be an interesting battle because if Faith wrote the song, like hit for and hit, Mary yeah. sang it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith could still play it because yeah. she wrote it. Yeah, that would be that's what Jill Scott and Eric about did that last night because I didn't know that uh, Jill Scott had wrote. Um, yes, you got, got me. me. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know she wrote. She that. wrote the hook for "You Got Me," and when the Roots played it for Erica, Erica was like. I don't who you need to get the chick that's on here singing it to do this. Like she's a beast, but she did it anyway, obviously, yeah. because she came out. And then they, uh, I think she performed it live with them because they have it on t- the title playlist. They have Jill Scott singing it too. So there is several versions because I'm, I'm fans of both of them. So okay. there are several versions of them singing either Jill singing "You Got Me" mm-hmm. or Erica singing. I know they did a collabo when uh, Dave Chappelle had his 
band, uh, like he he did that big huge book Brooklyn concert. Uh-huh. Um, he had both of them sang together. That's probably uh-huh. my favorite one mm-hmm. because uh, when the Roots performed it initially, they brought out Jill, mm-hmm. and then Erica just kind of grabbed the mic and they were just like that song was just so dope all, all in itself. Like yeah. This yes. that was just crazy. I mean, that's, that's not like she, they did that much on it, but it's just this the whole vibe of the song was just so dope. Yeah, and the video was dope too. Yeah. You remember the video? It was just what it was, was a dope concept. What was the I forgot what the video? I didn't remember the video. It was um, it was kind of like they were. It was a video in reverse, so you saw the end at the beginning. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then yeah, like yeah, they yeah. were like kind of moving backwards. It, it was yeah. very artistic. What was the video that Erica Badu did when she was naked walking down the street? That was Window Seat. Window Seat, yeah. So yeah, she yeah. talked. Well, I mean, I, again, I'm fans of both of them. So she talks about Window Seat and how she wanted to do something that was, um, kind of uh, activist. Yeah. Because um, something happened when she did that. Where she she got arrested. Yeah, that's what I she thought. Arrested. She, yeah, so what she did, because she's from Dallas. Uh-huh. So she literally, in the middle of the day, just went out there and, and went, did that. went to JFK's shooting site mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. If, you, if you've ever been, it's in kind of like a busy area mm-hmm. right by the highway. Mm-hmm. And so people congregate around there all the time because they want to look at where JFK, you know, where the guy shot JFK from, mm-hmm. uh, allegedly, and then. You know, the, there's an X in the middle of the street mm-hmm. where the car was when JFK was shot. Mm-hmm. And so she, she, you know, comes out and there's people, you know, tourists out there and having no clue what's going on. Right. And she's just walking down the street removing clothing. Mm-hmm. And when she gets to the X, she collapses mm-hmm. in, you know, in the ground. Oh, I never knew that. Okay. Yeah. And she gets, and she gets arrested because she was naked. Right. At that point. Um, I never knew that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I knew she got arrested, but I didn't know that best. That story. was a bad story. It was a very activist. Situation. I was like, she got arrested. I mean, I'm just, yeah. She was like, she crazy. She there was, was a, there was a, there was an actual point to this. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she's not. She's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, what more crazy shit there could I do? Did yeah. Right. That's that's what most people probably thought. Like this was she, this, she crazy. Um, your favorite Joe Scott song? It's even though this it's it's, it's so commercial of her. It's a one of the probably one everybody likes is um, the way I love the way. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I love a lot of her music, but the way is just like, I, if I could wake up every morning and hear that, I would I would just I would love it. <laughs> and when I used to when I used to, when I used to drive Lyft, I would play that in um, John Legend Good Morning mm. every morning for my passengers in my car. But I, I love that song. It's just yeah, like it's just such a I did. <laughs> <laughs> But I just love the vibe of it. It's like it just it starts your day off very right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, your favorite Erica Badu song? <sighs> this is my problem. Is I can't pick one. There's so many, right? <laughs> so right? many. Yes, because I love Next Lifetime. Um, I love Tyrone. Of course, not the not the man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think Tyrone, actually I like Tyrone because um, in high school, me and my best friend, we had we had to write a play mm-hmm. and we used that song um, oh, in the play that God. we did. We did a musical, but it was so funny though. Always a lot of musicals. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, we, used to, we used to do a lot of acting back then, so. But I, I think Tyrone would be my favorite just because of that play. I think it's funny too that she, a lot of what Erica creates is just off the top of her head. Yeah. Um, and she's such a dope 
lyricist in that aspect where she can come up with a song. Mm-hmm. You know, Annie Don't Wear No Panties, um, Pick Your Afro, Cause It's Flat on One Side. Like, she just comes up with just crazy, crazy anecdotes for songs. I was dying when her internet went out last night, though. <laughs> no, it wasn't her. It was the iPad. The iPad died. Yeah, I was like, I was wondering if they were going to cut them off. And when hers went out, I was like, I wonder if they cut her off. No, because she kept saying, what, what she was doing was she was trying to go live on her phone, mm-hmm. and she was saying that the iPad was going to die, oh. and she because it wasn't taking the charge that they were trying to do, mm-hmm. and it literally died at the last song, which is crazy, but good stuff, good stuff, good yeah. stuff. That was a really good watch, but I do hope that Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans do it. I'm a huge Faith Evans fan. Like I love Faith Evans. I love Faith. I and love Faith Evans. I think people don't know this, but I'm a bigger fan of Faith Evans than anybody, even Beyonce. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think I knew that, Freya. I love Faith Evans. I didn't now from watching interviews with Faith and some of the documentaries that she's done. I didn't realize how smart she is. Yes, she's like incredibly intelligent, um, like book smart. Like she's mm-hmm. really smart. And I remember watching a recent um, interview that she did where she they were talking about the tumultuous relationship between her and Biggie, mm-hmm. and to the point where like Biggie was on tour, mm-hmm. and he, um, or some somehow some girl called his phone. Mm-hmm. And Faith got wind of it, mm-hmm. um, but she didn't know the girl's number. But she listened to the the number tones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. knew yes. <laughs> and knew what the number was based upon the tones. Yeah, that's in her book. That's crazy. Yeah, like how I I, don't, I can't remember anything minute like that. Like you remember what the number one sounds like on a dial yeah. tone, and then you oh I'm I, that's what these numbers are, and I'm gonna dial the number back. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I that's I don't. I, have, I don't read books at all. That's the only book I have in this house. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I hate reading, but I, I have, I've read that book like three times. I, I just love Faith Evans. And I've met her a few times. And she's just so sweet. I'm like sure. When I met her um, in Baltimore, I had snuck behind the uh, little trailers and stuff. And Kiki Wyatt was back there when I, when I, it was her and Kiki Wyatt. I was in the audience, my voice was gone, so I had to scream, I love you, thanks, a thousand times. And so I was like, I gotta get backstage. So I'm like, how can I manage to do this? And I seen these people that was like, I guess they were like cooking for them or something. Yeah. And they were going behind this like tent or whatever. I was like, okay, this is my way back here. So I'm just inching my way back there, back there, back there. And I get all the way back there and then I see Kiki Wyatt. And I ran into her so many damn times. She Did knew she, she knew who I was. Yes, yeah. she was oh, like, okay. "What you doing here?" Because uh, I don't know. I see her here in Atlanta. Um, and I was like, I, I, "Like I live here now." And I was like, "Is, is Faith Evans still back here?" And she was like, "I don't know." And she was like, "Hold on, give me a second. And then she went in the tent, and like three minutes later, Faith Evans walked out, and I just cried. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say anything. And she, Faith Evans, she hugged me, and she took my phone, and she took selfies on my phone with me. <laughs> <laughs> like you and the picture looked me, I'm just crying, and it's just like, Ooh. You still have the picture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was so funny, because I was like, I was told, my ex, I was like, if I ever meet Faith Evans, I'm going to tell her all this stuff. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, yeah, you could not say nothing. <laughs> That's so funny. And it's crazy because I had went to a wine festival right before that, and I knew she was there, so I was like, I'm going to go to the wine festival, and then I'm going to go to the concert. I know she's not going to come until last, so I got enough time. And as soon as I got there, I mean, I parked so far away, um, so I could park for free, and then I walked all the way to this place where they're at, 
And I mean, it was all it was worth it because I, I just wanted to meet her. And when I met her, it was everything. I just and I could not get out what I wanted to say to her. <laughs> like, how, you know, I think that's funny when we run into people that we idolize or that we enjoy. I, that happened to me with Jill. Okay. And I could not. I could not. I. I. And I'm not normally starstruck, personally. Yeah, me either. Because I'm. I'm. I'm used to interacting with celebrities. I've talked to. You know, I, I have to handle them and deal with them. I'm used to it. I've worked in production stuff for years as far as Essence is concerned, so mm-hmm. I'm used to it. But there are certain celebrities where I'm just like... Ah. Like, if I meet Beyonce, I'm just going to die. Just On the spot. I'm like, I'm just dead. Just you know, die. thank you, God, for this life. That's it. <laughs> That's We're done. Period, poop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, there are not very many artists that I do. Like, I've met, I've met Erica. Yeah. Um, you know, meeting Jill was a little tough because I could not get out what I wanted to say, and she was a little kind of like, "Well, what's, what's your name?" Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I remember after I had met Faith Evans, I posted the picture of me and her on Twitter, and she reposted, and she was like, "I just love you." Oh. And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> All over again. All over again. I was in shambles. Like I just, I, I couldn't believe it. it. Was almost like an out of body experience for me. Like I just, I just love it that and so. I mean, even meeting, like even meeting six degrees of separation with Beyonce. So mm-hmm. I had, I had that situation. Mm-hmm. So working for Essence, uh, this was probably like two thousand and one, maybe two thousand and two. I used to, I was the production assistant to the producer of the main stage for the Essence Music Festival. So all the main artists, all the big artists that would come through and work, um, we would sit on the side of the stage and watch the show. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the comedians, I want to say, I can't, Linnell. Linnell? Yes. Mm -hmm. Linnell was sitting there and she was like, what are y'all doing after the show? We were like, doing nothing. She was like, well, I'm about to go to this party. Come to this party with me. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. You know, and so we didn't know whose party it was. We were just like, we're going. So I took two of my friends that were there that night. I was like, hey, come on, we're going to go to this party. Mm-hmm. So we get to the venue, and the security guy's there, and Nell is on the other side of the gate, and she was like, oh, they're with me. Mm-hmm. And they let us in, and we get in there, and it is Solange's 21st birthday party. Oh, wow. And it is in a small, secluded section of a club that has another party going on the other side that's glass. Mm-hmm. So everybody can see on the inside, mm-hmm. but they obviously can't get in. So we're, I'm, I'm standing here, and this is at the height of the Get Me Body. It was that album. Okay. So I'm standing on the, the dance floor, and, you know, like, everybody, everybody who is anybody is there. Mm-hmm. Um, Q-Tip is DJing. Tank uh, is hosting. Uh, um, you know, it is just, it is amazing. It's just a big party. And then Beyonce comes in. Uh-huh. And. I would have been, I would have been, uh, and checked out at <laughs> 10.54. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce comes in and the dancers come in. All uh-huh. the dancers from Give Me Body, everybody was there because she had performed that night, for uh-huh. instance. And Give Me Body comes on. And we are all on the dance floor. And Beyonce is just as close as you are to me. Mm-hmm. And we are having the time of our lives on this dance floor. And I'm like, if you, my friends and Eric, uh, Eric and I'm trying to think who else, BJ was with me. Mm-hmm. So if they listen to this podcast, they can vouch for me. <laughs> because I didn't have, I had a flip phone then. So I couldn't really take, <laughs> I had this great Samsung flip phone. And I was like, I can't take no pictures. That is the but, worst. 
it I will never forget being in that space, you know, and, and it was it was great to be in the space because it, was, it wasn't fans. Yeah. It sh- everybody was comfortable, like security wasn't in it, and then there were a bunch of celebrities, and everybody was having a good time, and it wasn't like a big deal. It was a lot of fun. I think it's weird because I've been around celebrities for so long um, that I really don't get starstruck. It has to be like somebody I'm a really big fan oh, yeah. of for me to be starstruck. Um, like Beyonce. I mean, I'm just, I'm out. Like Beyonce. Like Trina. <laughs> but yeah, it has to be someone like that. Because I mean, I was just telling, I forget who I was talking to the other day, but um, I had worked for a magazine, so I was responsible for getting interviews with celebrities. Yeah. And it was like, I, you had to not be starstruck in order to do this yeah. job. Yeah. And so people was like, the people at the magazine was like, take Aaron with you because we know he's going to get the interview. He's not going to fan out. He's going to actually right. get the interview. Right. And I remember just doing stuff. I mean, we did. I remember the biggest one that I think I did was with Russell Simmons. Oh wow! And it was just like he's very like yeah. chill. He's really chill. Mm-hmm. And I was. It was so. But it was like it was some people to get to him. But I just know how to talk to people to get where I need to go. And then I think I did. Uh, other one was with Common. Um, oh, he's so sweet. He is sweet, but his people was not. He's yeah. And I was like, he's we had this uh, white girl with us. She was like a erotica model or whatever. I was like, listen, Jana, go talk to these men and right. let me get the comment. Right. <laughs> she was like, are you sure? I said, just go talk and let me do the work. And I got back to the comment. I was like, hey, man. I was like, they told us we can't do it, but I really just need to get like a few words from you. He was like, oh, no problem. He was like, who's interviewing me? And I was like, oh, she is. He was like, oh, yeah, I would definitely do it. <laughs> I was like, Jana, uh, turn the cameras on. Let's go, y'all. Let's right. go. <laughs> Yeah, I also, I mean, obviously, you know, being a flight attendant, I mm-hmm. see a lot of celebrities, and so I don't really, I think I have really great, I don't I don't bother them, because they, yeah. they're traveling, you yeah. know what I mean, and they don't really feel like being bothered, especially if it's a long flight. Yeah. Um, but some great, you know, some great interactions, um, you know, with a lot of different celebrities on, on planes, or with my job with Essence at the time, I... Somehow, I solely became responsible for credentials. Mm-hmm. So, anytime a celebrity would pull any any celebrity would pull into the Superdome in New Orleans, mm-hmm. they would literally radio me over the intercom and say, "Hey, Dwayne, so and so is pulling into the driveway now. Can you take them their tickets and credentials for their party?" Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I became. I mean, that just happened. Mm-hmm. And so, I I mean, who anybody who is anybody coming to Essence to have a good time, whether they're performing or not, will come in this area. And it would just be a whole fest. I remember standing in a press room at Essence in the Superdome with like Nelly and Kelly and you know, like oh, uh, yeah. all of, and they're all in the room talking to each other and just having a good time. And I'm just standing there like, I'm just I, I'm just gonna stand here and look. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what Nelly was really cool too. I met Nelly because him and Bow Wow were doing this basketball tournament. Oh yeah. And um we had the magazine I for we covered the we covered that whole thing. I actually I we I had uh, my interns, and I had like two, four. I had six camera people, and I had two girls. There was I had one girl up in the stands with all the all the kids and stuff that was at the basketball game, mm-hmm. and then I had another girl who was going. And we interviewed Murphy Lee, Bow Wow, and we interviewed Nelly. And Nelly was so fun because Nelly was like, "I ain't doing it. I, I, I don't. I don't feel like doing it right now. Like, <laughs> what, what? Why? Why? Why?" I'm like. Are we really doing this right, right. now? Like, we're gonna go back and forth. And so we walked away. He's like, "Y'all gonna give up that easy?" And I was like, "I mean, you said no." He was like, "No, nah, no, nah, let's do the interview, or whatever." So we did it. Um, and then Bow Wow, of course, he's from Columbus, so yeah, he definitely did the interview. 
Um, and that was really cool. And then Murphy Lee, we accidentally ran up on him and got his interview because we was like walking around. And she was like, I think that's Murphy Lee. <laughs> and she's a white girl, so it was really funny. She's like, I think that's Murphy Lee. <laughs> Like, for her to know who it is. Yeah, and not me. I was like, oh, well, let's right. go ahead and get it. But I was like, oh, okay. I was so focused on getting everything because this girl, the girl, the people had the cameras, I, I, my interns, they was like, I'm running out of tape. So I'm up here trying to make sure they got tape. So we had the whole game and everything. But it was crazy because we had like six hours of footage, I think. And we, um, me and the other guy I was working, we edited that overnight and had it up in the morning time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, we're celebrities. <laughs> you know, we deal with celebrities. Right. Um, we might be celebrities in different genres and areas. Right. Uh, we like Z-list celebrities. You know. <laughs> we might actually hit the number scale. <laughs> I'm a number one celebrity. I haven't made it to A right. at all. But... I'm, I'm, I haven't even made it to Z. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that was pretty... Those were really good experiences. I, I talk about this a lot of time because even like my homegirl, she's radio with... She called me on time because she lives in L.A. now. She's like, I wish she was here because oh, yeah. I really want to do these interviews. She's like, but well, I don't know how to do it. She was like, I need you here. Like, I'm not coming. Yeah. It's, it's a, you know, being in the entertainment industry is really a, it's a great business. I mean, and you, but you have the opportunity. First and foremost, I think you should always be yourself. Yeah. You know, you, you get further being yourself than trying to be what you think they want you to be. You know who Eric Robeson is? The name sounds very familiar. Yeah, he's like a he's a, a army singer or something like that. I'm, I don't really, I'm not that familiar with his I'm not familiar with music at all actually, um, but it was crazy because my dad's friend um, back in Ohio um, used to host parties, and the well, Mac. You know, you don't have to ask. Not, me not, what this, kind of party? I, this is when I was a, a heterosexual man. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have to ask. I have to ask. Right. Um, and so it, this guy Eric Robinson was there, and the magazine they wanted to interview with him. I'm like, this is gonna be a breeze. Cause who the fuck knows what it is? <laughs> like it's not. And my dad's friend gave me the hardest time to get this interview, and I'm like, I'm trying to be respectful because it's my dad's friend, but I also know how to get a job done. So I keep asking, like, man, just can you go ahead and just ask him to get the interview real quick? He's like, nah, he's not doing no interviews or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. Eric, uh, can I get this interview? <laughs> right. He was like, yeah, man, come on and get the interview. He was like, let's do it. So I actually interviewed him while we were walking, uh, while he was walking to the back. Through the whole club, it's like a walking interview. It was really dope. And I'm like, why? And it's funny because my dad's friend name is Eric, too. But um, I was like, why did you just tell me? Yes, like, it was crazy that you told me I couldn't get an interview. Nobody's trying to interview him but me. I think it's <laughs> like, also funny, too, how you kind of have to insert yourself or kind of, you know, make yourself who you are. Yeah. So that you can get things done in the entertainment yeah. industry and aspect. It was a big challenge for me because I am an introvert. I'm not that outgoing yeah. person. Yeah. So for them to give me this job was like, you know, I really don't understand why they gave it to me. Um but, but you executed it. But I did very well. And they was like like we're sending you to everything. They sent me to every, every single thing. I remember like T Pain, Young John. I mean, everybody that you could probably. I remember Carrie Hilson. Like all these people, we got interviews with. I don't even know what I said to these people that they let me get an interview with them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really. I think out of all of the, the we jobs, interviewed Carrie Hilson on the front steps of a damn club, and she was telling us that her parents had actually graduated from Ohio State University. Um, so that, that's where they fell in love. She's like, I'd do anything for clowns because my parents fell in love here or whatever. Um, but I remember we interviewed her on the front steps of a club before she even went inside. Um, you got the interview. 
That is so great. I'm just thinking about the stuff I did now, like, yeah. and how I did it. Like, I don't know how I did half that shit. Yeah, I think one of my favorite, probably my most favorite job would be freelancing for Essence every mm-hmm. year for the Essence Music Festival. Like, that is probably the, the thing that I enjoy the most. And it ha- it was kind of happenstance where I was, I, my first year doing it, I was a volunteer. Mm-hmm. And I took the initiative to be like, well, if I'm going to volunteer and I need to know how to navigate the Superdome, I'm going to walk around and I'm going to take the other volunteers. And so the producer saw that I had taken the initiative and she was like, I'm bringing you back next year. And mm-hmm. every year she was like, this is my team. Dwayne needs to be here. He needs to do this, 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 and this. You know, and that's how I, I created a job for myself. Yeah. I think that's why I got the job with that magazine because at the school that I went to, it was just a trade school. Um, but I, my class was at like six at night. Mm-hmm. But I would go at nine o'clock in the morning and I would stay all day. Every day. Gotcha. I actually like quit my job and everything <laughs> so that I could be there because I wanted to learn how to use all the equipment and I wanted to make the, the most out of, out of the experience because I knew I only had like 12 months in the program. Yeah. Um, and so it's weird because like a lot of stuff that people are doing like, like podcasts and YouTube channels. Like we were doing that <laughs> stuff back then. Sorry. <laughs> we were doing that stuff back then and... Um, but it wasn't that big, so yeah. people weren't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, let's, let's do a podcast or a YouTube channel. They weren't doing that. So it's like, if I would have stuck with it, I wonder how far I would be today. Yeah. I, you know, I think about that, too. Like, I think about when, even back when we were doing um, the, when I was in the skinny, mm-hmm. like, we did a couple of interviews via a podcast, mm-hmm. and this was when... Um, like Kid Fury was just kind of coming out, mm-hmm. um, but he was doing podcasts first. Okay, and that's I, you know we were like, oh, okay, we're just doing we're gonna do this little interview with them. We didn't realize it was gonna be anything big like it is now. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I kind of agree with you. I wish we would have kind of jumped on the podcast yeah. bandwagon way before now. And it's my pod like I go back and listen to. It, I'm like my opinion has changed so much since then because <laughs> right. I can still go back and listen to the old ones I did with this um, guy I was going to school with. But we used to travel all over the place doing stuff. People were really excited about it. Uh, but me and him just kind of, when I came out, me and him kind of got off the same page. And so... Do you um, think Do you think that you have, you've had to kind of create your own lane as it, as it pertains to who you are and what you, what you mean or what you want to come to and do, um, you know, since coming out? Obviously, you think you've lost, have you lost some things have you gained some things yeah i think that my listening base uh before was a lot bigger mm-hmm. um before because these people have followed me through my entire life yeah people had to make a decision if they wanted to still follow me because i was gay afterwards mm-hmm. so i lost a lot of people and then i had a whole team actually my uh my one homeboy he actually passed away a few years ago um and so my the our show was called fresh face radio mm-hmm. um it was it was it was. It made me want to do. I quit the magazine and everything for this radio show we had. Um, we were making really big moves at the time, and um, I think that. And I tell my homegirl this in LA all the time. I'm like, you know, if we would have just stuck with it, we could be so much farther because everything people are doing now, we were doing this years ago. Right. And if we would have just figured it out and we would have just stuck with it, it would have been fine. But I just think that. After a certain time frame, like, people's egos start to get big because they know right, who you are right. and uh, things like that. Like, for me, with the people that I was working with, they were students at the school that I was teaching at. 
and they asked me to be on their radio show. So at first they asked me to just help them put it together. Right. And then I was like, all right, you know, I helped them put it together. It was like, no, we want you to be on it. So I got on the show with them. And they was like, oh, yeah, this is the team right here. So we, we all became a team. They graduated, and we went to an online station. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after money started getting involved and people started knowing them in the city, mm-hmm. they kind of, like, started getting big-headed. And I'm like, this is where this is going to start disrupting. Yeah. Like, And so as yeah. slowly but surely, it started getting kind of crazy. And I was just like, I could have went back. To, I could have stayed at the magazine. You know what I mean? But I still, I mean, I, I don't regret making that decision because... We made some really big. Um, we made a lot of progress in Ohio at that time. Yeah, I, I think also one of the major things that you kind of have to take into consideration any creative, regardless of what you're doing, whether it's entertainment, whether it's um, you know podcasting, whatever it is, you should remain humble at all costs. Yeah. I think even with us, like when people approach us, we now it's it's funny to me because a friend of mine was just telling me yesterday about how. Um, someone he knows mentioned our podcast to him mm-hmm. and was like, I love it. You know, there's this one guy who was like really, really out there. And then the <laughs> other guy is like kind of grounded and he's like bringing me in, but like they have great topics and great conversations and da da da. And my friend was like, Oh, that's my friend Dwayne's podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh my God, I love it. Da, da, da. But I'm like, I, he was, he's telling me the story and I'm thinking, Oh, Okay, cool. Like yeah. I don't really. Well, I think that comes from the fact that we've we've been in the around the industry, so yeah. it's not like even if you know this blows up or when it blows up, I think that we'll be very level headed because we've been here. My uncle sent back a flute to Vandross. I mean, I've been around the biggest. Was yeah, he scared? So, mm-hmm. Shut your mouth. <laughs> His family actually lives here in um, in Atlanta. Well, they live in Ackworth. That's your so that you, the, the skinny guy that was always with Luther is your mm-hmm. uncle. He's been with Luther through his whole career. Was that his boyfriend? Uh, it's time to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was not his boyfriend. Okay, okay. I'm just my, asking. Honest, my honest is Okay, I'm just. Well, because you. Okay. <laughs> Listen, if you. If they you, have three children. If, if, you, if you are a fan of. Okay. <laughs> it's really time to take a break for real. <laughs> Wait, before we take a break, I need to say, I'm going to speak my piece. So, listen, if you are a friend of me, if you were a fan of Luther Vandross, you have to have always wondered if that one male background singer that he had was his boyfriend. I always wondered. If you, if you're if you're listening out there and, and you check out uh, his he has a group called Ray Goodman and Brown. As well. But I mean, I, like first of all, he could sing. All of his background, I loved, and we'll, we'll take a break. But I loved how Luther treated his background singers because they could, they were. Where's my background singer? Like. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. All right, we'll talk about it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dwayne Q here. And I personally want to invite you over to IG Live all this week, May 11th through the 17th, where my company, Swank Arts and Entertainment, will be interviewing some of your favorite actors, singers, dancers, and entrepreneurs. Folks like Deatria Aziza from the Netflix series, She's Gotta Have It, B. Slade, Duran Bernard, Blair and Brandon Dotton Haley, JP Moore from JP Design Arts, and so many more people. So make sure you head over to IG Live right now and add me, Dwayne Q, which is D-E-W-A-Y-N-E in the letter Q. Turn on those notifications so you know when I'm coming on and bring your questions and grab your drink and we're gonna have a good time. I can't wait to see you there. And we are back on the Fairs of the Heart podcast. Um, We are going to get into our sex topics. What we got going on? 
So we have a PSA. Public service announcement from your host of Bears of the Heart. And this goes out to all of you who are amateur filmmakers during this quarantine 2020. And you are, you just decided that you were gonna be the next Quentin Tarantino of porn. And you are going to film all of your experiences and post them on social media. We just have one public service announcement, one requirement for you that we ask of you on behalf of everyone that is scrolling through free Twitter to look at your content. Change your goddamn smoke detector battery so that we don't have to listen to the beeping while we are trying to pleasure ourselves to your video. Thanks, management. I just thought of another good challenge too. And I'll be saying this on social media all the time. Um, Boyz II Men and Drew Hill. Oh, God. Or is it Jagged? I think it's Jagged Edge. I'm sorry. Because for some reason, these young kids think that Drew J Jagged Edge is better than Drew Hill. And I just don't get it. I'm sorry for being sex, but I, I just had to say it. <laughs> I was like, and what does that have to do with <laughs> smoke detectors in that? It doesn't, but it just clicked my mind. I kept seeing that. I'm like... I want these young kids to hear Drew Hill's hit because Wanye by himself could destroy Jagged Edge. Wanye was in Boyz II Yes. So, no, you meant Drew Hill and... No, I'm talking about Jagged Edge and Boyz II Men. Jagged Edge and Boyz II Men. Yes. Got it. Gotcha. I'm saying that Wanye could destroy Jagged Edge by himself. Indeed. Okay. His kids can destroy. Have you seen the video with his children singing? No, I haven't. So his kids, he has, I think, five kids. Mm -hmm. And they all they probably they sing. all the songs that he made because I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll have his baby like. But they sing broken hearted. I can oh my god! All five of them together. His part and Brady's part. Wow. All together. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. But back to things. And change your smoke detector batteries. Please. I'm sick of it. I'm in mid stroke and I gotta hear beep. <laughs> beep. You ever shot here this beep. experience? Because I, I don't watch porn. I never heard of this. But. <laughs> If you hear the beeping, that means it's time to change the damn battery. I'm sick of it. They're like, ain't no smoke. We must be smoking weed. That's it. <laughs> right. I mean, but. So if the real fry break out, your smoke detector ain't gonna work. They're like, that's that gas. <laughs> <laughs> so we just wanted to put that out on behalf of management. Thank you. Change your smoke detector batteries, guys. Please. <laughs> we would have told you. The next topic we want to talk about in sex is so again, everybody is going live via social media, specifically on uh, Instagram. Yes. And one of our followers, I won't say his name because I know that he listens to the podcast. Uh, however, one of our followers decided to do a truth or dare challenge live on social media, on Instagram live specifically. Uh, I played Truth or Dare on Beagle last night. Well, it's, well yeah, so. it's probably a little different. Well, it was because you can't do anything besides be safe on there. Right. <laughs> so this guy would ask him to like change jock straps mm -hmm. and stick dildos in places. I wanted to the dildo part. I didn't, I didn't record that part. I wanted, I, to see I wanted you to be able to see who you know we were talking about. And I'm sure, again, see, I told him, I, I actually told him that we were going to talk about this. Did he put the dildo in front of him? 
He did, but you couldn't see because he he oh. was trying not to get the guy kicked off, mm-hmm. so he was crouched mm-hmm. in front of the camera, but you couldn't see what was happening below him. So, so did he really do it? He said he did. Okay. So I mean, I mean, I guess he did. But apparently, this guy and I don't, I don't, I don't want to uh, promote him because I don't know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this particular guy who has millions of followers uh, will go live and do these challenges with various people like you could just request to come on and you do these challenges with this guy and i think that's really interesting i don't know that i would do it via instagram however uh okay would you do something like that live on social media uh i would have to be drunk if i did it what, what's that what is that gonna do i wouldn't really i mean i would be able, i would I, you know i'm not i'm not really that outgoing until I'm drunk, then I'm like, "What are we doing? Like, are we having fun tonight?" <laughs> so you need a little. Uh, I need a little um, influence. A little influence. Yeah, a little kick. <laughs> yeah, I, no, not for. I mean, now I will have my own private little groups mm-hmm. for people that I trust. Um, I do have those, but I don't have. Yeah, like I have my little. That's actually a really good topic, and actually, we were talking about something on one of the other podcasts, and I thought about this. So, I was talking about me going to a friend's, we were talking about friends, hooking up with friends or something like that. And I was saying that I went to a group, uh, a little party or whatever. I was like, it was a sex party. But there's also group settings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember me and David Press were talking about this. So, there's the den and the flex. <laughs> there's sex parties and then there's a group setting. Oh, so you you mean like going to like bathhouses and then group settings? And then like having then having like an actual sex party and then like group settings where like it's like basically like a few guys together. Like we, most of the time, you know each other and you invited a friend or whatever situation. And and the the end outcome is going to end up in sex. sex. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's more of an intimate setting. It's like because a, you all know each other, right? Okay. Or at least okay. somebody knows somebody that's in the room. Okay. Okay. What was the question? So the question, well, my question was, <laughs> would you feel safe in one of those environments where it's like a safe, like it's like a, a safety group zone? setting? Yeah. Um, I have been in those kinds of environments and yeah, because I, I'm familiar. Yeah. Think, with the people that's in the room. Yeah. I think it, it, it really just boils down to familiarity. Like I'm, I'm not, I don't like going to places like we talked about, I think a couple podcasts ago or even last one where, you know, you walk into a sex party and it's like remove your clothes put them in a trash bag we're gonna tag a number two yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like this is not a trash bag that's, right. that's, that's the very thing about it because when you said trash bag like this wasn't a trash bag set. but you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 you, yeah. you see those and I, I remember those in New York yeah. like you I know you, NBC. you get the text message <laughs> like me it, it, it said this brownstone with the green light outside uh, you know you go in you get to the door, and you know brownstones usually have double doors. Yeah. So you go through one door, and somebody's sitting there. They don't have a red light in the outside. Yeah, or like a green light. Yeah. This, this place <laughs> in particular in uh, Bedside in Brooklyn has a green light outside. Ooh. I know exactly where it is. However, if you know you get to the door, so you pay a little money or whatever if you had to, grab a condom, grab some lube, you put your clothes in a little trash bag, mm-hmm. and you go and... You know, God be with It's you. funny because there's a guy here in Atlanta. We they used to have sex. We they used to have sex parties out on the South Side, and I still have to promote their their sex parties, um, so I can get in for free and watch. <laughs> uh, he stopped doing them, but it was. It used to be, <laughs> 
So you, because you was watching. But I used to go, you know, all the time. Just the, this, I want to watch and see it. And actually, this is, we, we don't have any topics at this point. But so I went to this party and the dude had sent me a text message. He's like, it's this dude with this big ass dick here. Nobody can take it. And so you had to go prove a point. Why are you telling me some shit like this? You had to go prove a point. <laughs> I can't. So I'm like, I'm still inviting people over. <laughs> give me a second. Let me <laughs> let me get. Give me a second so I can finish promoting the party, and then I'll be on my way. <laughs> but he wasn't saying it to me like I don't need to come take it. He was saying. Find somebody, somebody can take it. No, you took it. You took it as a challenge. I'll say it, it was. It was. It was like a note in my head. Like, if don't nobody take it. I'll get it. But let's <laughs> let me finish inviting people. Oh my God. So <laughs> I get there and I'm watching and like literally nobody can take it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not. Actually, this is the only time I've been like, I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> what? I'm being you? serious. So they're. Finally, there was the guy who did, and when I tell you, I feel so sorry for that man. Why? Because I just know it was painful, and he fucked the life out of this little boy, and then took him home, and fucked him again. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't feel sorry because I'm pretty sure that he was okay with it. After he got sober, I don't know if he was okay. <laughs> And I haven't been drinking that night, so I I, I know I couldn't do it. Oh, I don't know if I've told this story on here. Probably not. We haven't really heard that many stories from you. I know, but I'm trying to think if I did. Come on, Christy. What you got? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> did he put two fingers in <laughs> He put two fingers in my butthole. <laughs> and then he licked it. And I was so hot. He got so, gold. <laughs> right. So my my best friend loves to tell this story. My best friend loves to tell the story about me. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Um I was living in DC with my best friend at the time, and you know, the early twenties, and we went out, you know, and you know you go out and you meet somebody, and we had a code as friends. We would be like, if we went to the club together, we leave the club together. Yeah, you told us that before. Right, right. But if you if you met somebody after you get home, whatever you do. Yeah, like this. yeah. So, I explained it to this dude. It was a Jamaican dude. I want that shirt so bad. My shirt? <laughs> yeah. Go to our YouTube channel to see our shirt. <laughs> uh, the shirt that I'm wearing. I see people looking at it. <laughs> um, so, I meet this dude. He meet this Jamaican dude. And he takes me to his house. Um, and same situation. We did it that night. Mm-hmm. We did it the next morning. Mm-hmm. I was... A little more opening Ooh. about bottoming back then. <laughs> and so I get to my best friend, you know, he picks me up from the train station. Um, and we had to he had to go to the store the next morning. So we stopped and we were pulling into the grocery store. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to go home. And he was like, What? I said, I, I need to I need to go home. And he was like, No, you like no, no, I was like, no, no, no. I need, I, and I stopped mm-hmm. and he was like the look of terror on your face because what had happened was I I didn't have any more muscles to uh, hold together what I needed to hold together <laughs> and so we had a little we had a little situation 
<laughs> sitting in the car. And he was like, like he to this day, he laughs at me uncontrollably because I could not like the look of terror on my face because I had just I don't know if it was gas. It might have been gas. It might not have been gas. We don't know what it was. Um, but I, I, did, I had a little situation. That's also one of the reasons why I don't want Because <laughs> I'm traumatized. Did you send Pure from the end? No, see, <laughs> until Pure starts paying us, no. Get you some fiber pills. I'm right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that made me think about that. So this thing make you think of another question. Do you like morning sex or night sex better? Oh, I am. Now, if, but it depends on what I'm doing. Does it? Yeah. Okay. If I'm bottoming, let's do it at night and get it over with. And we're not going to do it again in the morning. <laughs> because I'm still recovering. Okay. And I, <laughs> I am a, I'm like, I'm, I'm regular in the morning anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't. I'm never like, let's wake up and do it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not about to ride you first thing in the morning because I don't know what's going on with my stomach situation. I mean, like you have to know your body. I don't feel like most guys care about that in the morning time. Honestly, no, 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 no. I care. I don't care if you. No, care. I know. I, 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 I know what you say. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just thinking about my experiences. Like, first of all, I'm not a morning sex person at all. Okay. Like, don't wake me up trying to fuck with me. Like, that's, <laughs> I'm not doing it unless I'm like I gotta be super into you. But you're a hard sleeper. I too. think I am. Well, but sh- you probably can fuck me. I ain't even know. Yes. But if I'm conscious, don't, don't me. you are a hard sleeper. Yeah, so I am you very, probably, yeah, yeah. You're not even. Be like, but I'm not. I'm not a morning sex person at all. Unless I'm like, I have like, I think in my marriage I did. But other than that, like, I don't want to do it. I have woke up a few times though at the night, middle of the night. Now, if I'm topping, I'm a three a.m., five a.m. That's what I'm. That's why I was asking you because it was for different perspectives. Yeah. Um, but as far as me bothering, like I don't, it, it, not because I'm not prepared. I just don't want to be bothered with that fucking in the morning. Like I don't, I'm asleep. Let me have this time. <laughs> and it seems like tops be one of just wake you up and dick in your ass. Like because you're naturally hard in the morning. Mm, okay, that's fine. But I'm naturally sleep. <laughs> Let me sleep. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. If, if I'm topping, I'm like a. It, it happens to me more often than not in the middle of the night where I wake up and like I'm grinding. I'm already grinding on it, so I might as well just take it. In. I don't mind the grinding and the rubbing, but once you try penetration starts to happen and I'm waking up out of my sleep, <laughs> I'm a whole bitch. Like I just I don't want. So you I get an attitude. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad as fuck. You get a whole attitude. I don't even care if it's good. I'm mad. Like <laughs> why is this good? <laughs> <laughs> Take fuck it, you. Take it, but I'm mad. <laughs> Don't stop, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a, that was a good question. Because I don't, I mean... But I, I hate morning sex. I really do. Really? I do. I don't, I don't, I want to sleep. Like, I don't understand how hard it is for me to actually get sleep. So when I get it, like, I just want to have it. It's better than sex at this point. Especially during quarantine. Like, Listen. Please don't wake me up during during my sleep. Well, nobody should be because you're from quarantine. Well, I mean they have it, and I, I mean y'all find my Twitter page, hit my inbox up because I need some. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can only imagine. 
I'm playing, but I'm not really playing, but I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked me about you yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I heard I had a new name, too. You do. <laughs> and I saw that you changed it on your free Twitter page. <laughs> no, it's actually been that for a long okay, time. Okay, so that's Maybe that's what it's saying that. That makes sense. But you know what's crazy? A lot of people follow me on that page recently. Yes. And I'm like, why the fuck is there a lot, a lot of followers on this page? Well. I don't know. But that does make sense, though. Now that you now that you just said that, I been, I had changed that a long time ago. I don't even think I paid attention to it until yesterday. I didn't put two together until just right now. Well, somebody asked somebody asked me yesterday. <laughs> they, they text me randomly. And this, is, wow. this, this particular person is like a friend. Mm -hmm. And they were like, man, I miss you, friend. I haven't talked to you, friend. And by the way, I would eat your co-host's booty so good. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know this. <laughs> My number is six seven eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Taurus and I like long walks on the I'm beach. a Virgo. Right. right. Like you know. I'm very mean and disrespectful. But I'm very nasty. And I'm like Chinese <laughs> With my nasty ass. <laughs> yeah. They were it was hilarious. Like they were fanning over you and I thought that was funny. And then somebody reached out to me earlier. Well, you have a lot of fans too. I, I now here's the thing. People always asking about you, and I'm like, nobody approaches me. Yeah. Maybe you have a resting bitch face. <laughs> You've been waiting to say that. Have you been waiting to say that? Loki. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Because <laughs> we said it about you. I don't have a resting bitch face. I think that I mean, people can approach. You can approach me. You can approach me. My face will be resting in the bitch face, but I'm still here. But you let him eat your booty. I will. Start with that. <laughs> I have a resting happy face. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, that's I'm like, just cut the conversation. What time are you coming? Right. <laughs> we don't even have to talk about it. We know what you're Nothing for. else. Yeah. Just had my secretary. You know what's me. crazy about uh, crazy about that is I think that that comes from my one of my first sexual experiences. That's why I like that so much. Yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you? Because we've talked about sexual traumas before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was curious because I know, and we, I think we also touched on it briefly, but do you, and, and I think I know the answer to the question, but do you think that obviously your sexual trauma, your sexual trauma has shaped the way that you enjoy sex? Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. Like it, it has shaped the way. Like I like, I think I like aggressive sex because of me being molested. Yeah. So I think that most of the time I feel like being, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's kind of like fucked up, but it's like, I do like aggressiveness because of that. Yeah. I mean, I think, but, but, but what I, what I wanted to ask and kind of what I'm kind of getting to is, and obviously you've had to go to counseling for it and right, you've, right, had to, you've had to kind of like, and we've talked about that. That's why I can identify that that's yeah. why I, I like that type of thing. But you, but you've kind of come, have you, do you think rather is the question, do you think that you've come into your own sexually outside of your trauma so that you can identify what you like as opposed to being uh, identified by your trauma? Like, okay, so your trauma was aggressive, then you like it, but then did you identify that you like it because you've dealt with the trauma now and you kind of had some counseling over it or well I did not deal with it because when we had our conversation um I told my counselor that I like aggressive sex 
And she said, you know, she told me basically just because of, you know, me being Melissa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, there's nothing wrong with the way you like to have sex. She was like, but are you fantasizing about actually being raped? Mm, that's and... a good question. <laughs> She's like, ooh. I mean, I don't want to be forcibly raped, but I mean, like role playing, you know, I might be able to do that. But like, I don't want to be raped again. Like, I don't want that. Um, but I think that, I mean, it plays a lot into how I like sex. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. I think that it also plays into how, uh, the magnitude of what will happen during sex because, um, someone that was, one of our people, who's in the podcast, I was telling, I think I told the story on the podcast, but, um, God. Okay. So I, (laughs) Me and my ex had a threesome with a guy, and he liked pee, or uh, was water sports. Okay. Um, he liked pee. But I mean, I, I guess it's, I don't, I don't know if it's called water He likes It to, is called water sports. He likes to drink it, though. Oh, so, God. So, literally, I'm building, like, I'm on the inside, like, I'm trying to, like, make sure I, I can pee. Like, I'm building it up. Because, you know, as a man, it's hard to, like, come and pee at the same time for me. At the same time? Or, like, right after each other? Like, well, after I can pee all day. Yeah. But before I come, it's really hard. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to figure out what's coming. What's, which, one, which one's going first? <laughs> like, what you, what you want to do? We got one, two. <laughs> Who's going out the two first? Can y'all go together? Because I need to find out if this works. Right. Um, <laughs> y'all have a conversation while I keep doing this. Listen. <laughs> okay. Y'all figure it out. But, so... The dude hit me up the other day. He was like, you know, I remember that time it was really hot. I was thinking, like, we never was on the podcast, but I peed in his mouth, and he like I peed for a long time, right? And no pee ever like dripped out of his mouth or anything. <laughs> Y'all can't see my face right now, um, and no disrespect to those that like water sports. Listen, no, we did not kiss after that. Okay, <laughs> right. and we will not. What we won't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't kiss I, before that because I knew that he wanted that. Um, and I mean, I don't judge anybody what you no, like. What no, you no like. judgment. No judgment. But, you know, I'm down for the I'm down for the shits. Now, if that's something you want to do, like, I don't mind doing it. Just don't do it to me. Yeah, I am not a excrement kind of person. Um, I, but again, not knocking anybody who is. It's just, I, I don't know. I just got the name for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Not at all. But it's weird because there's been a, I've had a lot of experiences with that. There was one guy that we had a threesome with, and he was like, he told us where he came. He said, "I squirt," and I'm like, "I've seen that." You squirt, and I didn't. I don't know if he's smelled out of his ass or out at all. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about his ass because we were talking to him, um, and so as we were fucking him, he was. I feel like it was pee. Honestly. It was pee. It was pee. And he was and just he was squirting. Why, I, it was. It was just pee coming out everywhere. I'm like, we need like some trash bags. We <laughs> <laughs> need plastic. A board. A board. I need. Right. To, I need you to go home. Right. Yeah. Something's going on here. I don't. I don't. I don't like it here. Like, so it's the your your prostate mm-hmm. also is the muscle that controls your the your for you to have to pee. Okay. 
And if you, what people, what some people like to do when they're being, when they're having sex is when you say push out, that also activates that same muscle. Let's talk about that too. Okay. That activates that same muscle that allows you to, to squeeze out the urine. So when men say they squirt, that's, Mm -hmm. you're literally, you're hitting, and a lot of times when you're hitting the prostate and when guys like, I feel like I have to pee. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why. Because I got the pee. Don't you say that? <laughs> like, oh my god, you're cute. <laughs> if Brian hears this, he's gonna say, You're gonna make me pee. Oh, that is hilarious, but yes. So, what is the thing? What is the whole thing about guys wanting you to push out while you're, they're fucking you? So, it, it widens the, the tight space. That's the only thing I can I can understand, right? So you This is making me I have so many more questions at this point. Okay, so obviously think about think about it like this. Think of your what can we can, what can So we if your dick is not that big. It's not a good it's not a good feeling. Why do you want someone to push out? Because again, okay, so if and is this guys, just like some learned behavior that you saw on porn and you want them to do that? Probably. <laughs> that's that's always the first thing. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm not pushing um, next time here I'm like, sir. But pushing You don't not have the material for me to push out. <laughs> Please turn around and say that to somebody. Um, but think, Matter of fact, just pack it up and take it home. I'm done. Like, think, I, about, think about, like, and I'm doing the motion. So you I feel like it gets tighter so. when you push out. No, it, it actually opens because obviously when you, when you have to, when you have a bowel movement mm-hmm. and you're pushing, it expands your... I thought it was just like a... No, no, no! It expands the the uh, anal cavity mm-hmm. for you to pass, you know, your your feces. Mm-hmm. So the obviously sounds very nasty. I'm trying. I'm trying to be politically correct. But that that's the purpose. It expands the space, so it obviously makes the top feel like he's fucking. Pussy. Uh, well, ne- I'm, I'm na- now that I know that I'm gonna be like, no. Oh. Ah! You you get bigger. <laughs> you push in. Okay. No, you expand. How's that sound? No, I just I I always wonder that. I'm like, why does it keep that? It keeps saying push out, and I'm like, maybe it gets tighter. I don't know. Like I think you know, I thought that was like the flex of the muscle. So in in what the actual muscle does. Is it it expands mm-hmm. obviously because you you would be pushing out a you know feces so yeah let me, I'm gonna put that in my note in my mental notes push out let me let me pull it out let me see what it looks like <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you had the tools for this for me to push it out keep putting it in and then right. no, no 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 I'm not pushing you it just in. keep doing what you're doing you're doing just fine and hurry now, up because I'm I'm over right okay now. what other questions <laughs> do you have about <laughs> Any more questions? No. I just wrote push out. That was the only thing. That was like I was. I, I was wondering. I'm like, what do people? Why do people like that? I don't know. I also see rosebuds. Okay, so I was gonna. That's where I was gonna go next because I was gonna talk about it. Now I am a man. I don't, I don't like that. I here's the thing. I'm a man. If I ever see my asshole like started to get that way, I'm gonna become a virgin. Well, it's it's also no sex for me. It's also problematic uh, from a health standpoint. Because you are literally, you know, pushing out your innards. Yeah. Um, and that, if, if it's not cared for properly... How does that can, happen? Like, it can become problematic. Um, too, too much sex. 
Or too much... Uh, I feel like somebody's like just sucking on your asshole until it like, comes out. Well, if you're... Like, for example, um, if if you were a just devout bottom mm-hmm. and you had toys mm-hmm. and every night... I have toys. I mean, you do, yeah. but every night... <laughs> 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 oh, I got... Oh, let me write this down. <laughs> so I got another topic. Every night you are you are exercising those toys. Mm-hmm. Every night you just have you have to have that feeling. You have to, and you're using mm-hmm. girthy toys. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have so, a girthy toy. We're not talking about you. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm making mental notes. And so, if you're having sex with somebody, and it's, it's the same thing, mm-hmm. but then you're obviously wearing out that muscle. So, but I feel like it has to be like someone that's pulling it out though, not going into it. No, no, but what I'm saying, in going in, mm-hmm. if you're doing this, okay, it's going in and out, it's going in and out yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah. So then it's it's then obviously going to expose, you know, it's going to start coming out because mm-hmm. you are you're you're, do, you're being way too active now. Again, me being a man of 36 years old, come on, 36, as I am getting to my 40s. <laughs> I have I have made sure that in, in health I've made sure that I've gone to rectal doctors to make sure that I don't have any cancer issues or you know I, I get colon I have to thank God and so and I'm and I'm a little young because they can they actually ask you to wait until you're forty. Mm-hmm. However, being a gay man, you, need you know to. you need to make yeah. sure that because I can't see back there. And it's so funny because they know all these gay terms. Yeah, while they're doing it. Yeah. It's like are you are you top or are you bottom? <laughs> I'm like. Bitch. And how often? <laughs> how the fuck you know this? Like, and how often do you buy? How often do you buy them? When's the last time you that, took tag time? Right. I'm like, now you're in my personal business, <laughs> and I know he's gonna do all this. Right. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> um, I ain't ready. I'm no. Ready. No. But the, like you, you have to. And I wish more gay men would take the time to you know really get their selves checked out yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it, and it's, I don't think it's not a bad thing it's also a way to help you prep for your sexual life yes yes i mean even even you know cleaning out whether you use a you know a because i would if i would have never known one of my friends used fiber pills i would never bought some but right. it's, it's a great thing to use like i never knew this and it saves so much time <laughs> And again, it goes right. And when coronavirus time. is over, and I can like have sex regularly, I'm gonna be ready in like five minutes. <laughs> but it goes back to not having. We talked about this in one of the previous podcasts, and not having a gay sex ed class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're learning things for friends. But you I know what? I don't think that back then they could have one because yeah, all the stuff that we're doing now yeah is totally different than back then. Yeah, true. What was your next topic you wanted to? Go My to? next topic was fleshlights, right? Oh god. So. One of my so I have a flashlight in my room. I I never use it. I don't like them because it was like, okay, I use it. I got it. It was okay. But my friend told me to put the flashlight in warm water, let it sit for ten minutes. Like the innards. Yeah, like take it out of the little plastic, yeah. the hard plastic part, and let the little silicone part sit in water for ten minutes, and then use it. In hot water. In hot warm water, so that it feels like it's warm on the inside. Okay. I think I almost came when I first put it on my dick. Oh. <laughs> That's dangerous. Like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I was like, and I also ran the warm water on the inside part too. Yeah. So like when I did it, and then I had my poppers too. It was a, it was a. I had to use the poppers after that so I could last a little bit longer. But it was a. It, that is 
a great feeling. I, I, you know what? I just had a really crazy envision of you standing in your kitchen, like boiling the inside of your, you know, just like <laughs> I didn't boil it. You know, like getting, like getting it ready, you know, like randomly just boiling like, the yes, water. I'm gonna take my chicken and my flesh, like <laughs> right, like. <laughs> but no, yeah, I put it. I let it sit in the warm water for ten minutes, and um, I actually after that I put the flashlight on the faucet, let the warm water run through the inside of it. And when I tell you that that was an experience. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Thank okay. you, God, for my flashlight. Like, I have been using it a lot. But you don't like to jack off, though. Is it not um, the same thing? I'm not jack. I'm fucking my flashlight this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So if you guys have flashlights, let it sit in the water for 10 minutes, warm water, or I would even say hot water, and then run it through the inside with warm water and then try it out. Uh, so you know, and let me know, and let us know what you think. I want to hear the experiences. Yeah. I mean, I have one and I've only used it once because I didn't care. Warm it up. Warm it up. Throw that bitch in the microwave. Yeah. Not in the microwave, so no. <laughs> but warm it up. But it's Because <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. But after that, I was like, okay, now I understand the purpose of this. I get. I mean, I, I can understand the, the warming up concept. You know what I don't like is the um, little ones with the the with the ass on it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like you're fucking a baby. Oh, it looks like that to me. Yeah, that's why I don't want one of those. Bad visuals. Because it looks so it's so small. It looks like a kid. What about the mechanical? Dildos, then, you know, um, <laughs> I really want one. <laughs> but they also have the flashlight that spins, too. I saw that. It looks like... Uh, and I want to try that. It looks like a cork popper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to try that. That mechanical dildo. <laughs> it, it, it makes that weird sound. It's like... Yeah, like, I want it to be quiet, first of all. Like, shut up. Be quiet. <laughs> like, you can't do that discreetly. Like there's a video and everybody's just gonna be like, oh, he's fucking uh, that dildo. Turn the TV up loud. All right. <laughs> there's a video. Of I'm like, I might as well mow loud and shit now because they. Well. There's a video of this guy. I think he's from Houston or Dallas and Texas area. Shout out to our, our Texas listeners. Hey, Texas isn't this thing, yeah. Um, and he, I think the video is entitled something to the effect of like getting caught by his grandmother because he takes he has a little mechanical one mm-hmm. he takes it in the garage mm-hmm. and I don't know why I don't know why he's in the garage because it's so loud and, but nobody's in the garage like, <laughs> no there's no cars in there but he's but, in the garage but it's loud so he, that's probably good but I think that he wanted to smoke a cigarette while he's doing it oh yeah so, <laughs> so he's like in he was around like you fucked me good <laughs> The <laughs> but he's like in the chair and he's like switching positions and I think his grandmother like comes out in the garage and like, while he's oh. doing it yeah and, but she, and she's like oh and like closes the door it's a whole situation oh my god yeah I told, that's a, I told a story about my dad catching me at six right? yes oh, with the UPS man yeah. what not the UPS man it was okay. another guy it was I'm an older guy I'm missing stories uh, yeah I think you're mixing stories together <laughs> <laughs> UPS man no I didn't have sex with the UPS man but I but my dad that was not the guy dad <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they were talking about. I couldn't help early. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not the same kind of people. Two different situations. Yeah. 
Oh, hilarious. And I always think about Dwayne catching his mom at sex during SWV week. Oh, <laughs> God. It, it is the worst. I, I could not, like, and I'm, I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but there are certain songs that I just cannot stand. Every time I hear that song, I think about <laughs> It's not a sex song. That's why I don't, I'm like, why is she having sex with this? Week so my so for those that don't know the story, I I'm traumatized as a child because my mother one night she like she had argued with her current her husband at the time. Oh, that was makeup sex. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they thought I was asleep. They thought she was weak. <laughs> and I was after the song. So they decided to play music to accompany their situations. And uh, Week by SWV was their song of choice, along with a few other songs. But that's the It's just one. weird because that's not a sex song. <laughs> Why do you think it's not a sex song? Because it's not. It's like a love song for real. Like it's like. I don't think it's a making love song. I think it's like a love song. Like she's not talking about sex. I don't know what it is. <laughs> No, sing it. Go but ahead. you got me to act in such a crazy way. Whatever it Whatever is, is that you do when you do it to me. It's the feeling that I don't want to stay. That's my saying. heart starts beating triple time. With thoughts of loving you on my mind. I can't figure out just what do 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 do. I get so weak in the knees. But I think it's like, I don't, I never think about love. I mean, I sex is my love. Control. Something takes over me. And there was a lot taking over her. She was dealing with the whole situation. So you walked into the room? I didn't walk into the room. They, it, it was just blasting. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Daddy. Yeah, oh, no. Damn. Stop, Daddy. Oh. <laughs> He didn't go that far. <laughs> I really think I need therapy. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you all funny stories since you told that story. <laughs> it's not about sex music. But one time, so my my dad. <laughs> So, my dad is like all of my cousin's favorite uncle, right? So, before my mom and dad got married, he had his apartment in my mom's with my grandparents. <laughs> so, my cousins from New York, they came and stayed at my dad's house. We had like a little cousin's slumber party. Well, my mom came over the same night. <laughs> Your mom came over? The same night. She came over to my dad's house that night. Okay. Well, my dad doesn't have doorknobs on the door. <laughs> so it's my hole where the doorknob is supposed to be. So y'all were peeping in the doorknobs? I wasn't peeping. I was asleep. And my cousin woke me up and they're like, what are they doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's my dad. It's like my mom doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and they're going at it. And they, my cousins are looking, they're watching like this is a fucking show. And I'm pushing like, what the fuck? Like, I'm pissed. 
And then they watching it like, this is some shit they want to see. I'm like, why the fuck y'all watching this shit? I'm petrified. Is he hurting her? Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what? I mean, so first of all, let's go back to. The I knocked on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, we out here. <laughs> we we out here. They was mad at me like, why are you stopping? I'm like, fuck y'all. That's hilarious. I said some shit I shouldn't have said. <laughs> yeah, I got parents. I have one. I was a bad kid. <laughs> but I was pissed. <laughs> They was they was like really watching it. It it was like the worst shit I've seen. <laughs> wasn't on wasn't on music. <laughs> I can't even survive from the song. <laughs> you were petrified from what you saw. Uh, and they were watching it like it was like a show. But like, can we go back for a second? Why did he not have doorknobs on? It was just his door. That's the crazy part. <laughs> <laughs> Our bedroom, we had a doorknob on shit. My dad did not have one. It was like a hole you could look. Like, you can really go through the look in and the whole thing. And they were watching them have sex. It was so fucking horrible. Did you think y'all was asleep or something? Yeah, they thought we were asleep. Because it was like early in the morning. That's probably why I hate morning sex. <laughs> That's probably why I hate morning sex. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Traumatized. That is probably why I hate morning sex. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to ask her about that when I talk to her. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. Because um, <laughs> they know that we sing them. <laughs> well, you banged on the door. Of course yes. You did. Hello. We're, there's kids in here. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the fucking times during the summer party, y'all going to do this shit? Listen, she decided to come home. That was a fuck. She wasn't at, that wasn't her home. <laughs> First of all. She lived at home with me and my grandparents. Oh. <laughs> that was the worst. I hated that day. <laughs> I think catching your parents have sex is just like the worst thing ever, or even hearing. Well, my sister, used to, let me tell you this. <laughs> my sister used to sneak boys into my mom's house, okay. right? And she was so slick that you would never know it was a man in the house. <laughs> so one time she had this boyfriend. He was a fucking terrorist. I mean, he really was. Not a terrorist. To the point that cops used to come to our house. <laughs> and one time she had brought this guy into our house. I think I must have came home late or something. But in my, in the way our rooms is, like, let's say this is the door up the top of the steps right here. There's no doors on our bedroom. On our bedrooms. This is the door at the top of the steps, right? Okay. So her room's on this side, my room's on this side. Never see the man, right? I don't know what happened that my dad was coming upstairs, but she made him hide in the closet. And when he went back downstairs, I said, wait a minute. (laughs) Something ain't right. I I, I heard too many footsteps. Like, (laughs) something's not right. And I said, Gordon, who's here? (laughs) She was like, what? I said, and there's only two places I can hide underneath this bed or in that closet. And I looked at that closet. It was a whole fucking man in the closet. That's skills. I said, you, first of all, how did you get upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> that part. 
Because I don't care if I never, I mean, I thought, I've slept people inside when nobody was at home. <laughs> she got the whole house full of people and she got a whole man in the house upstairs and nobody noticed all these footsteps <laughs> nobody knew crazy my sister was a trip so. shout out to our siblings happy mother's day <laughs> making our lives hard that it I think that's it. Are we, are we good on time? We are definitely great on time. All right. <laughs> you want to close this out, friend? All right, guys. Make sure you guys have followed us on all social media at AOTH Podcast on Twitter, The Affairs of the Heart on Instagram, and Affairs of the Heart on Facebook. Uh, follow me at SoDebonair, and that's the O on social media, and follow you where And you can follow me on Facebook with Dwayne Queen, or Instagram with Dwayne Q. Can I plug my weekday? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, listen, guys, if you are we should at the beginning. I'm so Actually, awesome. that's a commercial, but go ahead. I'll put a commercial. Um, if you're following me on Instagram, I am doing a week full of Instagram Live interviews. Instagram Live interviews with me, your boy Dwayne Q. I've got uh, B Slade. I've got uh, the young lady who plays Rockaletta Moss from uh, 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 Netflix. She's got to have it, Spike Lee's joint. Um, I've got some local folks. I've got my homeboy JP from JP uh, Graphic Designs or Designs Art is his actual logo. Um, I've got a whole bunch of people. Am I going to get an interview? I'm gonna do another set. I'm, oh, I've got Duran uh, from LA. You all know Duran Bernard, who was a, a ridiculous singer. Um, I've got Blair Dotton Haley and his husband Brandon. I've got a whole bunch of people every day next week on Instagram Live. You can catch me. So it's um, Monday through Friday? Monday through okay. Sunday. Oh, the Monday through Sunday? Okay. Yes. I have everybody that I've asked actually like tuned in and they want they to do interviews. So okay. um, add me on. I actually just talked to B Slade on Twitter a few days ago. Yeah, B is a great friend of mine. Yeah. But add me on Instagram at Dwayne Q, D E W A Y N E, and the letter Q. Uh, so you can tune in with me and my company, Swank Arts and Entertainment, this week as I interview all of these great folks. You know, I just thought about um, with these challenges things going on. I want to start reaching to some other podcasts. Let's do some podcast challenges. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. I'd love to. So, we'll, I'm going to try to work that out and figure that out. But, yeah. But make sure you try. I, I shared it on our page, but send me the flyers and post it on the yeah. actual page. But Absolutely. I did share the story page, though. On the story part, though. But that's it, guys. Again, make sure you guys are checking our YouTube channel. Uh, we do have a new video up called Who's the Man in the House um, that I posted two days ago. And then I have another video that we're posting. Coming back, I forget what the topic was. I did. Sorry. And sorry, sure, to this, sorry to this video. Make sure you guys are aware if you're watching the videos that is not listening to the podcast. Obviously, if you're listening to us right now, then you know where to find the podcast. But tell your friends to tell your friends to tell your friends that watch your cousins, your mom, channel. your dad, and your cousins. And <laughs> Those your step brothers and sisters and your all the extended family. We have a YouTube channel and we have our podcast. All right, so we love you guys. We appreciate you. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, and we out.